I don't even know when Tenet's going to come out anymore, but that's not going to stop me from finishing off my series. And today we're going to be talking about Dunkirk. Dunkirk was directed by Christopher Nolan and stars Harry Styles, Cillian Murphy, Tom Hardy, Kenneth Branagh, and Mark Rylance. In May 1940, Germany advanced into France, trapping Allied troops on the beaches of Dunkirk. Under air and ground cover from British and French forces, troops were slowly and methodically evacuated from the beach using every serviceable naval and civilian vessel that could be found. So, to be honest, even though I would say I'm pretty well versed on the war war side of history and I've been actually... I've learned about it a lot, and I think I know quite a bit about the two wars, but the story of Dunkirk was one that I had never even heard prior to seeing this movie, and I actually, this is one of the Nolan movies where I actually hadn't seen. This, along with The Prestige and some of his earlier movies, were movies that I actually never saw until just earlier this year. I didn't catch this one in the theater, And I think that might have affected some of my opinions surrounding the movie. We'll get into it, but I feel like this movie actually slowly gotten better and grown on me every time I think about it. But we're going to get into talking about the movie. And I know this is one that not everyone loves. Some people think it's like Nolan's best movie, one of the best of the decade. Some famous like directors like Quentin Tarantino. Have you seen his video that he did with the rewatchables on this movie? He even talks about how great this movie is. And this is this movie's loved by a lot of people. Some people think it's missing character. What are my thoughts? Let's we're gonna pretty much get into that right now. So getting into Dunkirk, the first after watching this, and keep in mind I had seen 1917 like just about a week earlier, so I had like the highest of high war movies just watched. And and then going into this movie, I definitely didn't love it as much as that, and I was slightly disappointed by like, at points, how less I cared about certain characters' fates. But as I thought about it, the more I've kind of... Those thoughts have kind of left my mind because I understand that's really not what he was trying to make. He was just trying to make you feel really intense in the story. And I did that. But I will say, if you had seen this movie, if I had watched this movie in the theater, I would have loved it more because it would have been more immersive. I do have a decent surround sound to watch these movies. So it was okay for me, but I, I really understand if you're someone at home and just got to watch this with just sounds are coming from the TV, it's not going to be fun to watch. It's just going to feel boring. And if you're not immersed and pretty much in the event, you won't feel it unless you have, good, you have a good sound system and that's really going to put you in the seats of the characters there and that's what's going to make you care. And if you don't have something like that, then I truly get why you really didn't enjoy this movie. But if you watch in the theater, I find it hard for you not to at least say that you are impressed by how authentic and intense the movie felt. Because similar to 1917, this is kind of, I feel like, the new route that war movies are taking where there's not like exploding bodies and just guts for flying everywhere the whole movie. It's not... There, there is explosions in here, just like 1917, but it's not like there's tons of carnage everywhere. There's tons of blood. There's none of that. This, the, these two movies are, I don't know why I'm comparing them. They're just released within like the same, only like within three years of each other. And they're both very intense. And I definitely felt that with Dunkirk. 
this movie is no, no doubt about the set piece. Not trying to impress you with its insane Quentin Tarantino level dialogue or just so investing character work, but rather just put you in the front seats of what a war felt like to characters. Characters wouldn't, people who were in wars wouldn't get to sit around going, to tell, like, you know, just asking each other's names. You know, it would just be them there and everyone trying to get out. And the storytelling of how that works with the different timelines and how it comes together, I found pretty satisfying. I really liked the way Nolan told that. I thought that was a pretty unique way to do it. And I know that a lot of people complain about the characters in this movie. I'll be honest, I do not know a single character in this movie. A single character name in this movie, except for George, who I'm pretty sure, I think is one of the, is, I think it's like the kid on the boat. And then there's Farrier, I think, who's Tom Hardy's character. He was my favorite part of the movie. I'll talk about this in just a minute. But the characters aren't very memorable. There's not much character work, but... You can feel the intensity of the event because of how Nolan directs and because of how practical and real everything feels. And I felt that the most with the, the airstrike crew where we had Tom Hardy. And first of all, I love Tom Hardy in this movie. His eye acting was great. It takes a great actor to be able to just only work with your eyes. Tom Hardy, to me, is one of the best actors. He's one of my favorite actors. Where he, definitely, he was definitely one of my favorite from the past decade. Look at this, guy's, this guy in the last decade did pretty much. I'm just going to go through it here. He did Mad Max Fury Road, which I still haven't watched, actually. I'm going to watch that pretty soon, but I've heard a lot of great things about this, that movie. Even if I don't end up liking it, that's a big movie. He's gone a lot, but he did Inception. He did a bunch of other big blockbusters. He did Venom. I know not everyone loved that movie, but... He was in that, and he was a big part in putting that movie together. He was in The Dark Knight Rises, fantastic movie. I don't care what anyone tells me. And then he did this, and he did, he played some smaller roles in movies like Dunkirk and a few others with The Revenant. And then, of course, he's also done great acting roles like Warrior, which he definitely deserved an Academy Award nomination for. He's had a great decade, clearly. And this movie's not the pinnacle of that, but... I really liked how his story culminated, and I found that his character, because we just feel what his character's feeling and how his character's storyline ended, I found really satisfying. So that's one of the things I actually really liked about some of the character work in this movie. And I know this movie's not the most rewatchable movie. I didn't even get in a rewatch. I didn't really feel watching it again yet. I might watch it closer to 10, but I didn't get a rewatch. So if my opinion changes, you'll hear it when my ranking for his movies come out because I've been watching his old movies. I know I never got to review those, but mostly because I couldn't watch them in time. But you'll get my opinions on the first, his first few movies following Memento and Insomnia once my ranking comes out, which I don't know when it's going to come out because Tenet just keeps moving, doesn't it? And then moving on, just the practical work, just the technical aspects of, this, of, of the movie... I think might be some of the best work in a war movie ever made. Not, not necessarily character-wise, because I think other movies have done it better, especially war movies, but talking about the visual effects, which there is some visual work near, especially with uh, the airstrike crew. I don't know what you call it. There is some visual work that went into it. I've looked a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff on this movie, but just 
my main thing is the audio mixing and sound editing is some of the best. I think it might be the best of the decade. I'm going to say it right there. That's the when like usually right now you're, you're used to big blockbusters, guns are flying everywhere. But when you hear like when they're in that drowning submarine or a tank, I don't remember. And then you just hear the gunshot come in. You, it takes you completely by surprise. And the sound is incredible. It's so realistic, so authentic to that time period and the weapons they used at that time. And But the main thing is those plane sequences, like I was just talking about, where they're zipping over your head whenever, and the way you hear it, it's incredible. The people who worked on this movie in the sound department did like the greatest job like almost ever. And the film does culminate in a really satisfying way that I really liked. Lastly, the thing I'll talk about is, I already talked about this, but this movie is definitely a movie about the experience of watching it. It's not necessarily a movie you're going to, you're going to, it's not the, mo- the most memorable movie, but the thing you're always going to remember is the first time you watch this movie and the experience you had because sequences of this movie, you just feel like your heart is just shaking for the event and you don't know how, what's going to happen because sequences are just so intense and that's pretty amazing they were actually able to do that that's one of my favorite parts of the movie and i'm gonna remember my feeling during scenes in this movie more than the actual content and story and character work of the movie and i think i think that's what he was going for and i think in that i think he succeeded with it so there's not much i can really complain about other than i would have liked a little more character work to actually care about some of the characters a little more and i found that because of the different timelines, although I think I really liked the way it was told, sometimes I was confused by which character was which. And this happened to me so much. Some of the characters look exactly the same from far away, and I was confused at points. And I think that might have been because we barely knew anything about these characters. So that might have helped clear things up a little, but I still really love Dunkirk. And I'm, I want to watch it again because I didn't get to watch it for this review. And with that said... Let's get into my final thoughts. So if you guys didn't know, I've been reviewing every, not every, but most of Nolan's movies. I, I didn't review his first three movies because I didn't watch them in time. And there was only a number of weeks counting down to Tenet. Of course, the movie's been delayed multiple times now. So I, but I won't be able to go back and fill in those gaps. Maybe until his next movie, if I ever want to review them. If I ever want to review those movies. And But overall... I'm, and by the way, this is my final review in the series. So if you have not checked out the other ones and you enjoyed this review and you like what I have to say, like what I have to say, please consider liking and following my podcast. And with that said, getting to my final thoughts, Dunkirk is truly about the experience of being in a war. Superb technical qualities, but like everyone says, maybe a little more character work could have helped with fleshing out with with even cranking up the intensity a little bit more and clearing up some confusion, which characters which, which I know probably no one else felt besides me. I'm going to give Dunkirk an A. I really debated whether to go lower on that, but that's what, I, what I'm going to stick with. And that comes to the end of my review. Thank you guys so much for listening, as always. If you enjoyed, once again, go watch some of my other reviews. I did the Dark Knight trilogy, Inception, Prestige. Well, Interstellar is the other one. And I know this review is coming late, but I wanted to get because I thought 
I was waiting for like a final date for Tenet, but at this point, I never, I don't know when it's actually going to come out. But that comes to the end of this review. Thank you guys so much for listening. And with that said, we're going to sign off here and goodbye.